Hello. How's it going? Oh, what up? <clears throat> For the uh, keen observers in the bunch, you may notice that this week we have Danielle Jones instead of Logan. I'm, I'm not Logan. Sorry, sorry to disappoint. <laughs> Logan is uh, overworked and a little fatigued from uh, his second vaccine shot. So he'll be working on the uh, back end and uh, sifting through your comments and giving highlighting us the cool ones. So, <laughs> so welcome everyone. Howdy. How's your, uh, how's your weekend going, Danielle? Oh, you know, pretty chill. Um, do you know that series on next Netflix? Um, what is it? Love and robots, all the animated shorts. I haven't seen it, but I've seen oh. it. It's so good. So they just released like season two, which is like the second batch. They're all not related to each other, but we were watching those this morning and they're pretty, pretty great. It's like dope uh, animations, short animations designed for adults, like adult content, adult, like deep, interesting plots, but like very short, super into them. Nice. I'll have to check it out. It, it, you guys check out, I think love and robots. I'm pretty sure on Netflix. Nice. What uh, what have you been up to? Um, well, it's Saturday. We went to the farmer's market. Ooh. We checked on our garden plot. And I checked the mailbox. Oh, so, so exciting. Yeah, tons of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Well, another, another week. Another advocacy week. I was I just uh, congratulations to Cat Sanders there for six and a half years smoke free. I'm assuming thanks to vaping, or was that also part of the message? All right, <laughs> so um, we're just goofing around here till uh, people get a chance to join, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty stuff. Before we do, um, just a quick reminder: public service announcement for everyone. If you happen to be uh, retweeting certain organizations like Ash Org or Professor Stanton Glantz or maybe some others. Just remember that some of us are blocked. <laughs> so uh, just grab a screen cap and retweet that. Um, and uh, and then we can all chime in and make snarky comments about it. I, I don't know that I've ever interacted with this account. So I'm fairly certain that because Kassa is in my profile, mm-hmm. um, I'm on a list somewhere. And just, are you like preemptively blocked? Yeah, just just auto banned somewhere. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Plus, use screenshots because you don't really want to give them any more attention either. That's like the kind of interesting thing about this because the more comments or you know replies or whatever that Twitter gets, you know that that populates the algorithm. It's it Twitter is neutral. It's interactions, right? Good or bad, it moves it up to the top of the list. So you can reference them without giving them any attention by using screenshots. Yeah. And they don't they don't have any I mean, these none of these organizations seem to really have an organic following. It's no. mainly like it's their colleagues and other organizations and maybe a few curious teenagers. Um, but for the most part, it's just sort of within their own. Like we 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 have our own observations about the echo chamber within right. tobacco harm reduction and, and mainly within vaping. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, these folks have their. The only difference between their echo chamber and ours is that they have enough funding to, to do, you know, media buys. Right. So anyway. <laughs> Use screenshots, kids. 
So now that we're uh, now that we're here, I guess we can get to the meat and potatoes of it. Um, welcome everyone to the Casa podcast update, and I figure we'll start from the top here as we usually do with the um, current calls to action and uh, other things legislative you need to pay attention to. Uh, the first thing, of course, navigating through our handy dandy website. Thank you, Danielle, once again. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Texas, uh, HB 211, which would impose a five cent per milliliter tax on e-liquid um, containing nicotine, uh, has moved through committee and it is passed the House and is now moving into the Senate. Um, there was a little, I believe this is the one that had a little bit of a dust up. Um, the bill was sort of pulled back because it was that the motion was that it was there was something was not germane, um, which I think Texas is one of those sort of single subject rule states. Mm. Uh, and so they just had to bring the bill back and uh, essentially move forward with the original bill, which was just one subject and, and dealt with this five cent per milliliter tax. Um, and of course, you can read the full uh, engrossed bill uh, linked on our uh, engagement page. Here's the Texas website. It may not look very easy to navigate. But um, you can find all the versions of the bill that you want here on the site if you are interested in reading it. Uh, and of course, uh, we've changed the uh, recipients for these email messages uh, to members of the Senate. So if you live in Texas, uh, reach out and tell your senator to oppose this extra tax on vaping. And even if you think five cents per milliliter is uh, a small manageable tax, you're not wrong. North Carolina and several other states have a five cent per milliliter tax. I think North Carolina was maybe one of the first states that had that low mm -hmm. uh, per milliliter tax, um, but it adds up pretty quick. I think it's like a dollar fifty for a sixty mil. Just double it for or fifty or thirty mil. Double it for sixty, and so on. Um, and you know why should why should people who are vaping pay extra money for quitting smoking? Right. Uh, so. Anyway, Plus, if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. If they don't see any resistance on a bill like this, next section session, they're going to come up with something even worse. They will take the whole mile. Um, the next uh, thing we've got going on here is in Arizona. And uh, this is HB 2682. Oh, I thought you were watching me as I was navigating. Here we go. <laughs> um this is not past the house yet, but it is moving toward uh, full you know, consideration by the full house. Uh, and this would implement, as we've described here, reasonable licensing, a reasonable licensing scheme. Um, and this, it, it sort of formalizes everything across the state um, and, uh, you know, has provisions about enforcement and annual compliance checks. If you're a licensed tobacco or vapor retailer, you're going to have one of these annual unannounced inspections, making sure that you're not selling to anyone under 21 uh, and so on. Uh, and uh, this also uh, makes a lot of these decisions about tobacco regulations a state level matter. Uh, so uh, municipalities still, I think, have control over marketing or shops that are located within a certain distance from schools. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there was another thing that I, I'm, I'm, I've it slipped my mind, but um, essentially there's sort of this balance between what municipalities can make decisions about and what the state can make decisions about. Um, and ultimately 
you know, this is a good thing for both consumers and the industry. Um, you know, a lot of people in the beginning and for, for several years and probably still now believe that uh, the vapor industry is, is, is going to be able to self-regulate, um, you know, uh, lawmakers and, and citizens generally don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so some form of licensing and regulation is inevitable. Uh, and it's it's better to have the vapor industry and consumers at the table for those discussions so that we can make sure that, that, that first of all, we as consumers continue to have access to these products. Um, and, and part of that is making sure that vape shops stay open and, and that the industry can comply with this. We don't, we don't want to see that same, you know, the spirit of the tobacco control act basically knocked out any small and medium manufacturers and, and uh, gave the existing, the incumbent tobacco companies, the ability to kind of corner the market and, and protected them from competition. That is, that is bad regulation, right? We want more competition. We want more products. We want more variety. So um, HB 2682 goes some distance to making that happen. It's been pretty controversial, though, with some of the membership. Uh, yeah, we got some responses about this one. Um, you know, I think people sort of misunderstand when they hear the word regulation, I think they automatically jump to just the worst possible scenario. Right. Um, I, I can understand. That. I mean, there are certainly some, I think, very uh, I'm going to use the, the word libertarian wrong here, but there are some very diehard libertarians out there that, again, believe that this can the industry can self-regulate. Um, it, that's just not kind of the political reality we live in, as I explained. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's some degree of regulation is a good thing. I, I mean, neighboring New Mexico, um, this is one of those tax bills that um, I, I don't believe, I can't remember, I don't think we were able to support it because it was a new tax, mm-hmm. but it was a bifurcated tax, which recognized the difference between the small devices like your, you know, closed systems, your, you know, the products um, and and the difference between those products and open system products and set up a tax scheme that was basically equitable for everybody. Um, And uh, that was a bill that was negotiated by the industry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and that's, you know, it's absolutely critical. You know, lawmakers still don't really understand these products. And part of that of course has to do with, um, you know, organizations, like, uh, let's just scroll down here. Here we go. Here's one of the organizations that likes to um, fill <clears throat> lawmakers' heads with hysterical numbers and, and words. Uh, and they, of course, are opposed to HB 2682. Um, the funny thing they have circled here is uh, they support watered down and less effective tobacco control measures as a public relations ploy. Um I, I, I only note that because I had seen that as uh, some other criticism lobbed at specifically at another company, mm-hmm. um, one that people know they are international. They sell cigarettes. Um, they also sell a heat, not burn product. And they um, uh, they're American friends or subsidiary. I forget which which way it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they own a, a huge chunk of a vapor company. So um, but that the the international company, the international one, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be all vague and it's really making me feel uneasy. I mean, should we, can we just say the names? We can't say the names. Sure. Philip Morris. PMI, right? <laughs> PMI. Um, so they they are, they I believe we're catching some criticism um, about something specifically. And it's just being a PR stunt. Right. Um which, you know, is there are examples of this happening in the past. Um, but, you know, 
it, it's uh, it's different now. There's a real reason to be out there in the media promoting smoke-free products because we know that they help people who smoke. Right. Um, and lots of people who smoke are very interested in switching to these products and it can improve their health. Um, so, uh, you know, it's either PR or marketing. Either way, getting the word out is a good thing. So right. um, really quickly to answer Mark's question here. Um I, I, we've, we've switched platforms several times. So we've, we've landed on, a, we've got around 250,000 members. Um, but if I look at some different counts, it's like 300,000, but a lot of those are sort of folks who haven't responded to anything for a while, or they right. might as well kind of be scrubbed off the list. But, um, yeah, we've got a quarter of a million people. So, um, we're, we've been on our way to getting as many people as we need for a while, but we're yeah. still not quite there. Right. Um, so, um, let's see, Texas, Arizona, and I had in my head a third bill. Uh, oh, two more things. Right. So, uh, Wisconsin is in the midst of, uh, budget discussions. And just so we're all watching me do this, um, we have an engagement up for Wisconsin uh, and, uh, I believe I need to update this. So <laughs> apologies. Um, I, I did an interview for this, uh, yesterday, which is why I'm bringing it up now and still have not updated this. Um, so Wisconsin just went through a couple weeks of public hearings and meetings about, uh, the budget proposal contained in this budget proposal is a 71% wholesale tax on vapor products. Uh, they're achieving that by folding vaping in with other tobacco products, um, which in Wisconsin includes things like little cigars, uh, I think roll your own and smokeless tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, and this also includes a ban on vaping indoors in public places and workplaces. Um, no matter what you think about an indoor vaping ban, just remember, number one, vaping is not a public health emergency. Number two, independent business owners and workplaces are free to establish their own indoor vaping policies and enforce it. Uh, and, uh, and that's kind of the way it should be. I understand, you know, look, a lot of people are freaked out about seeing anything that looks like smoking in public. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you are uncomfortable with that, then, you know, make the decision on your own and don't vape in public. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, businesses who want to allow their patrons, their employees, to stay inside and have a vape instead of stepping outside in the cold Wisconsin winter. Mm -hmm. Um, They should have that, that right. And uh, of course, again, this is in that theme of any of these laws where we treat vaping, just like smoking, it confuses people and it sends the wrong message. Um, So anyway, uh, the update for Wisconsin is that the uh, Republican controlled legislature has decided to pretty much entirely scrap the budget bill presented to them by uh, Governor Evers. And so they, uh, after listening to public comment for a couple of weeks, are taking everybody's comments into consideration and they will be coming back with a new version of the budget, which they need to get done soon because the budget bill has to be passed by June 30th. Um, So yeah, the new budget takes effect at July 1st. and so that that should be moving quickly. And we'll see. Uh, it's, it's not clear whether or not there will be more opportunities for people to engage. Um, but 
uh, despite the fact that I have not updated our call to action. We are keeping an eye on this. Uh, Kristen Noel Marsh, who's usually running the back end on these things, lives in Wisconsin. And so we have somebody, of course, personally invested in the outcome here. Uh, and we'll keep that updated as we go. One more. Oh, yeah, the most important one. <laughs> so I'm going to get my screen back up here. And just so you can get the feel for how easy this is, um, we are going to um, Maine. Sorry for the silence. <laughs> so Maine has a flavor ban. Did I actually click it? Okay. So Maine has a flavor ban that's moving through the legislature. Um, there was some hope that it would get tied up in the committee that it was just in. Uh, I believe that was a joint committee on health. Oh, and I spelled health wrong. Um, joint uh -huh. committee on health and human services. Uh, it, is, it is still listed as sitting in this committee, uh, but the committee did hear this and they did have a vote on it and it is recorded as uh, divided, mm. uh, which essentially means not unanimous. Uh, and the report that comes out of this, I guess, will will have both of those sides and then it will go to the House. Uh, the last I heard anything about this, uh, it was moving to the House. And so we've sort of upgraded this engagement uh, to for everybody to send messages to their representatives. Um, so if you live in Maine, uh, LD 1550 does have a little bit of steam behind it. And um, we could use your help to get this stopped. Uh, and when I say help, I mean participating in this call to action and sending an email. Uh, and if you're an eager beaver, you can go to the state's website and look up your representative's phone number and give them a call as well. All of the uh, talking points that we use for why a flavor ban should be shut down uh, are, are great to use on your phone calls. Um, so that is Maine and... I believe this sort of ends the reading of the legislative rundown, but I just one more. Uh, I wanted to check in on Minnesota uh, because I have updated this a few times and this is still, um, a, you know, an ongoing issue. Um, again, this is a budget bill and uh, I, I regrettably uh, tend to lose track of these as a lot of people who don't to work in state houses as lobbyists or lawmakers do. Um, we still have the uh, contact information for the Taxes Conference Committee. Um, and so if you're in Minnesota, um, could definitely use some, some help getting messages to the committee uh, and urging them to keep the vapor tax out of the budget. Uh, this is a 95% uh, wholesale tax that's already active in, in Minnesota, but would be expanded to include um, Devices, hardware. Mm -hmm. yeah, hardware, which as any of the, the people who who are probably watching our podcast know, uh, the open system products can cost quite a bit, and then yeah. you're going to add ninety five percent on top of that. Um, so that's pretty outrageous and unnecessary, and that's in Minnesota. So, I think that covers it. Excellent. So um, unless we've got any other questions, we have gone to almost an hour and a half here. And yep. um, I, I think I think that'll wrap it up. You got any anything else to add, Danielle? Um, you guys spread the word about I know I'm not on this, you know, podcast every week or anything like that. So, hey, um, <laughs> but really tell your friends 
um, you know, share this around on social media, do us a favor. Um, I really think that, you know, a lot more people should know about a lot of these issues and maybe don't. I cannot tell you how hardcore it breaks my heart when I still see people going like, what, what vape mail ban? Like that kills me. Um, you know, please do your part to spread the word. Um, Alex and Logan do an amazing job as you guys know, because you're here watching it. So, you know, this is valuable information. Please, please, please tell everybody and, uh, subscribe, ring the bell, do the things. All that having been said, uh, Thank you, Danielle, for joining us on or joining me on what well, Logan's here. He's just in the background. Um, but thank you for Everybody joining us to Logan. on this podcast. We'll have to do this again, I'm sure, because one of these weekends I'm going to want to not be here. Um, and so, I'm, the, I'm the understudy, guys. <laughs> um, it, in no way is uh, Danielle the understudy. She is our the president of the board of CASA and a very valuable member of our organization. So thank you for joining us. And we'll just probably have you back on randomly because it's Ooh. fun to have you here. You should um, tune in because you'll you. never know when I'm going <laughs> to pop up. So you need exactly. to watch every week. Okay. Yep. There you go. <laughs> um, so with that, uh, again, uh, what do we got? Smash that subscribe button. Mm-hmm. Click the like button mm -hmm. and yeah, destroy. That, that cute, look, follow the instructions on your screen. See the bell? See that all? Then you're done. It's so easy. Follow the bouncing mouse cursor. Yep. Um, and you can find this podcast. Uh, I don't know how immediately it's uploaded to uh, YouTube, but for those of you who joined in late, this will be up shortly on YouTube yes. if you'd like to watch the whole thing. Uh, Logan also works some magic on this and puts this up on all the podcast places where you get your podcasts, right. uh, including SoundCloud. Yes. Uh, and so uh, like, follow CASA on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at CASA Media. Uh, and I know I'm forgetting something else, but that's Join your local state Facebook group. There we go. Join your local state Facebook group. Facebook group. Kristen Nolmarsh went to a lot of trouble to put all those together. And she also ma manages all the volunteer moderators that uh, keep those places a clean, family-friendly place for people to go learn about tobacco harm reduction. Um, and, of course, anything that we get that's specific to your state or municipality, we will post them in there. Not always a full-blown call to action. Sometimes it's just a news article, and that's the most heads-up you're going to get 24 hours before a hearing. So we try to keep that information flowing as much as we can, but you got to join the state groups if you want to get in on it. So with that having been said, I think we've covered all the closing thoughts and yes. then some. Mm -hmm. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you back here again next week. Same Kasa time, same Kasa channel. Yep. Thank you all very much. Bye.